Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Living Well on A2Z.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and wow, how much fun are we about to have? We are oh pre-taping this show. <laughs> uh, it is going to be airing on Friday, February the 6th, and it's currently Thursday, so we're having a Friday on a Thursday. How much more fun can that be? Um, so if you're listening live uh, on Friday, please know that uh, today will be one of those days that I will not ask you to call in, even though our lovely lady on the commercial breaks may do that. Um, we're not playing a mean trick on you. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So for all of you that are joining us now or in the future, thank you for being here. And wow, how much fun could it be today with my chatty Valentine, loving beyond words with our very special guest, the always lovely Lauren Polly. And uh, we're going to continue our pre-Valentine's theme with um, yet another conversation around different takes on the energies included in and around and apart Valentine's Day. And, you know, professing our love is a popular pastime. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to find the perfect word to express your love? Do you find yourself wanting to make sure you say it just right and what do the words really mean to the person reading them as if we really have any control over that right <laughs> so as I said, we are having the pleasure this week of visiting with Lauren Polly. If you do not know Lauren already from her amazing show right here on A to Zen, it's called Beyond Speech, Limitless Communications. Uh, she is a, wow, she has her training in um, traditional Western medicine with um, a national certification in speech language pathology. She is a yoga instructor. She is a certified access consciousness facilitator. She uh, practices transfer informational life coaching and body work of all kinds, in addition to being a radio, host, radio show host and lots of other amazing things. Welcome, Lauren. How are you, my friend? I'm wonderful, Keisha. How are you? I'm giggly and bubbly and all kinds of silliness. It, 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 it is the energy tonight. I've been doing that myself, so we're going to be an interesting show. We'll, we'll play with that a bit. Yeah, and and it's funny, too, because we'll just jump right in. Um you know, how much of this is present when we get into something like Valentine's Day and we get a little giddy and a little silly. And what tends to happen is for a lot of us, we get kind of chatty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so is it possible to say too much? Is it possible to say enough to convey your love or express your love? And, and what if we let go of the words? And could that be a contribution as well? So... Where would you like to start, Miss Lauren? Let's jump in. Yeah, well, it's interesting because you bring up this this giggly giddiness around Valentine's Day, and it's so funny because if you look at where people function from, you have the people who are in couples in relationships. There might be this giddiness, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you have the other end of the extreme where people are taking it so serious mm. and so significant that they are by themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Or that, heaven forbid, they're in a relationship that's not going too well. Mm-hmm. And then they have this holiday that comes up, right? <laughs> and it just brings up this very interesting energy of, like, I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's interesting to look at kind of where people are functioning from and to maybe introduce just the allowance of wherever you are in your life right now. Yes. If you are single, if you're in a relationship, if you are happy in a relationship or miserable in relationship. <laughs> <laughs> just allowing yourself to have the space of where you be right now. Yeah. And what can we talk about tonight to maybe contribute to your communications in romantic relationships, in mm-hmm. self-talk? I think mm-hmm. that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just in communication beyond all of that as well. I love that. Yeah. I, I I don't know if we're going to get a whole – we may have to have two shows on this. <laughs> or it's, three. It's, it's, it's a big topic. <laughs> and I love how we both giggle when we say, if you're miserable in a relationship. I know, seriously. <laughs> For some reason, that's just really light to me. <laughs> I know, seriously. That's that. That's really interesting. Oh, a, little, a little laughter yoga for your healing of your miserable relationships there. I know, um, you know and it's, it's so funny because that's a lot of where relationships function from in this reality. You know, if you actually look at makes you happy, mm-hmm. how often are you actually happy and giddy and really being so present in the moment that you're able to communicate in a way that isn't judging or projecting at the other person. Oh, yeah. Because when you're actually having fun and being present mm-hmm. with somebody, it's like that thought's not really there. You're just being and that yeah. being that you be naturally communicates verbally or non-verbally. Oh, yes. And how much permission or privilege or leeway do we give ourselves to to just have that in our relationships, whether it's our relationship with ourselves, with our parent, with our children, or with our what we call significant other, whatever form that might take, um, you know, how much pressure are we putting on these relationships, on ourselves, and on the person we're in relationship with? Well, and um, how much of fun is that to interact with, right? It's like you're interacting right. with somebody and you can perceive this huge projection and this boulder coming at you that just sits totally. on your chest. <laughs> totally. You know? Um, <laughs> it makes it very hard to actually engage and interact with people, which is a huge facet of communication. Oh, yeah. And You know, you how do- are you engaging with the person you're in relationship with? Yes. Um, This makes me think of your show that you did this past week, uh, Monday night, um, the energy of words Mm -hmm. and how this ties in so beautifully um, with, and forgive me if I did not quote the title correctly. I just looked at it. (laughs) It was called The Language of Energy. The Language of Energy, (laughs) The Energy of Words. Oh, my gosh. See? (laughs) Um, And and yet yet it's it's close to the same thing, yeah? Yeah. and it's like, what is the language of relationship? Is there, you know, do, do we have all of these uh, assignments and significances around how we have to say something? And especially with a holiday like Valentine's Day, whether we're saying it to our mom, our dad, our lover, our child, you know, is there a wrong way to express loving and kindness? And and how do we engage through this languaging? Um you have a, a very interesting day job <laughs> that you talk about, <laughs> and you work with people who uh, are not able to speak. Yes, um, yes. I, my background is in speech language pathology, which is a fancy yeah. terminology for speech therapy. I love um, how you say that. 
<laughs> it just rolls off the tongue oh, after yeah. years of practice. <laughs> Most people and look at me like deer in headlights. Like, I have no idea what the hell that means, but it sounds impressive, so okay. <laughs> you talk to people? What? <laughs> so I am. So I work with people who've had strokes and brain injuries, that kind of thing. So they yeah. were able to communicate just like you and I at one point, um, or I guess talk not really communicate like we do mm-hmm. um, and when they lose the verbal capacities that they have really stepping into question about how else can they still interact engage and communicate without the verbal speech as we work to rebuild it mm-hmm. and also as we work just to kind of broaden their viewpoint on what communication is mm. I so and I work differently than other therapists I don't just focus on the verbal but mm-hmm. actually being able to really kind of open up the space where, I mean, to me, communication is much more the ability to be super present mm-hmm. and be super inclusive of yourself mm-hmm. and also the other person so that you're constantly inviting more of both of you into the interchange yes. and allowing more of the energy to actually gift and receive back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And and you've talked about this in the past, too. It's like how much how much of ourselves are we really allowing to present with the the amount of talking we do on a daily basis um like i notice as we're getting into this show it's like i'm relaxing and i'm as you say engaging more and it's like i find that more of me is showing up and and we don't necessarily have to say as many words Mm-hmm. So almost like the words can become this wall that we use or that we reinforce to actually keep people away from us, which is not gauging. Yeah, the and it's interesting. And there's there's a very different energy. If you look at kind of like a salesman on a used car lot, right? Like the yeah. way he's utilizing his not just his words and mm-hmm. not just his intonation and how he's saying it, but also his energetics. There's mm-hmm. a pushing energy. Totally. You know, and it's kind of this like, hey, I'm coming at you kind of thing. And it pushes mm-hmm. and you almost want to like either draw back or just run the fuck away. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because it is so, um, it's just very invasive to me is kind of how it's always felt, that energy. Mm-hmm. And it's such a different thing than kind of flipping that on the ear and asking what invitation can I be? Yeah. You know, without even speaking, if you can just like now take a moment and drop your barriers down, everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Take a second just to connect with your body. Hello, body. Yes, that's right. You're here, too. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, if you just kind of settle for a second. And then notice what do you perceive? The softness. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, right? And, like, how can you actually utilize that to your advantage to invite more of you into presence? and more of your awareness to be present, and you being such that invitation, invite other people to it as well. Yeah. So anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Mm -hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pod, all nine short boys and beyond. Yes. And for anyone who has not heard that interesting arrangement of words, that is called the Access Clearing State. You can find out more about the particulars of that and the history of it if you go to theclearingstatement.com. And we we use that. Usually that is a, a form of energetically 
whew, erasing and dissipating and uh, clearing, literally and figuratively, um, the energies that we bring up when when we ask the question, such as what Lauren just did. Um, and it's just a way of moving through all time and space and energy to, to to something new and fresh, which I often find so refreshing myself. <laughs> so, yummy, 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 yum. Because <laughs> um, what else is possible when we can uh, not be solid, when we can unsolidify all the places that we have created stuckness with, whether it's a judgment, an expectation, a projection, all of those wonderful ways we have to stick ourselves, trap ourselves, and trip ourselves up. And yeah, I wonder, too, like, you know, what what if our communications weren't solid? Mm-hmm. What if our loving towards each other wasn't solid? What mm. if it was something that was energetic-based, that mm. energy doesn't move, stand still, or get stuck? Energy is always ever-flowing, changing, and shifting, so what if you actually allowed yourself, your body, your words, your loving, everything to just keep moving and shifting, you know? Oh, that's yummy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just interesting to, too, look at, look at even just the last 15 minutes of listening to the show, kind of where we started off energetically, yep. right? Yeah, we were all kind of giggly and bubbly and bouncing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then now we kind of settled into this other space, right? Yeah. There's not a rightness or a wrongness to either one. Yeah. It's just the difference of the energy that's popping up in the moment. It's the willingness to be present with it. And, you know, is it the willingness to actually speak to it and to speak with, to what's up in the present moment? Oh, I love that. That is a great point. Um, yeah. We're going to, we're coming up on a break. And I would like to bring this into the next segment with regard to relationship. And, mm-hmm. um, Wow, yeah. What else is possible um, if we allow ourselves to go to the places that our relationship is asking us to go or that our Mm -hmm. bodies are asking us to go in the relationship? Um, And and are we willing to play with that? Um, So let's go to break. You are listening to Living Well on A to Zen dot FM. We'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. 
the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> okay we're having such an interesting time uh, or I am anyway I completely went blank when the commercial started <laughs> and it's like all that beautiful stuff you said that I wanted to bring forward um, just you know went away and talk about following the energy I know seriously so, and that's and that's that's actually a beautiful thing, and I love the transparency of this. This is how I talk about my radio show also, because, you know, it's like this perfection thing. It's like, oh, I said I wanted to mention this thing, and then two minutes go by, and, oh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> well, think... does it need to be spoken to? Yeah. Or did the energy actually shift and change, and now we're in a new new space? Exactly. And yeah. how much faster is energy moving and, and changing than we're oh. being aware of? <laughs> And I think that's the thing to look at, too. I mean, in terms of verbally communicating yeah. with somebody, it's, you know, the words slow you down. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't speak. You know, we talked about that a lot on my show this week where, you know, we're talking a lot about silence and kind of not needing the words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also said it doesn't mean that you walk around mute all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can continue, obviously, to verbally engage with people. But if the verbiage wasn't like the one vital significant component, mm-hmm. what else could you bring into the playing field? I love that. Yeah, how I much more could that. you actually engage with if you weren't putting all your focus and attention just on what's coming out of your mouth? Yeah. So, and also okay. being aware on what you're saying so yeah. that what you what is coming out is actually congruent with who you be as a being. That. Yes, exactly. That. And I think that's where it wants to go. It took me a little bit to kind of go, yeah. oh, a little thread. Yeah. Because and, and, it's fascinating because the words actually do create an energy. Words are vibrations. Mm-hmm. And so by looking at the vocabulary and looking at what you are choosing to say, a lot of that does speak to the congruency of communication, mm-hmm. of a deal and deliver, so to speak, kind of being super clear in relationship conversations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, business dealings, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fun, too. I, I got to uh, guest on uh, Sue Tribolini's show, The Invisible Dimension, and we talked about mm-hmm. The invisible dimension of words. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, uh, one of the questions we sort of put on the table was, you know, what are we before words ever enter the picture? Before they, before we try to speak, what really is present, you know? And for me, music is very much uh, a sort of a natural tendency. And like you were talking about dancing and movement, um, 
And so when within relationship, if we are, what do you see as one of the really typical things that people kind of set up in relationships that is just not um, a contribution? It's, it kind of works against what they say they want in the relationship. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, wow, my brain just got flooded with all sorts of stuff. That's really fascinating. <laughs> I think the discongruency is the biggest thing. And mm. a lot of us really aren't clear in of ourselves with who we are, mm-hmm. what it is we're actually desiring, and what mm-hmm. it is we're actually willing to receive and create. Oh, I love that. And then so you take that and then you mix it together with another person who's super unclear about who they are, <laughs> what they want to create, what they're willing to receive, and you kind of got a hot mess going on. You I know got what this I mean? visual of bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so the questions, and it's not, you know, again, not going into judgment here. It's just right. a matter of being super clear and looking at what is. Mm-hmm. And then from there, asking the questions of like, okay, well, if I was actually truly being me, what would work? I love that. Not let's get the relationship that everyone says I should have, Mm -hmm. or let's act the way everyone thinks I should, but Mm -hmm. what's actually going to work for me, and that's congruent with what I'm willing to receive, what I would like to create, and who I actually be that is bigger than this one life and this one body, this one you know, oh, moments in a very time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so when, in your work that you do, your your day job, as you say, mm-hmm. um, what what are one of the first things when speech is essentially removed from the equation, mm-hmm. temporarily or not, what are one of the first things that you introduce to your, your clients? Um, we work a lot with are, body language. And keep in mind, a lot of these people, if they've had a stroke or brain injury, usually their motor is affected as well. So most of them lose half the function of the body, either the left side or right side. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really this all-inclusive approach, being able to, like, again, go to the question and be like, what is it that actually is strength here that we can play up? Great. So while we're rebuilding the other things, what's actually working? What's the keyhole? What's the window to be able to actually get in and start, you know, changing some things around? Yeah. And it's different for everybody. And it's also not dependent just on their body, their verbal skills. But I look at family dynamics, uh, where the person is, what they're actually wanting to say, if anything. Beautiful. Because some people, you know, they don't they lose their speech because they're just kind of tired of talking. And mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? You just yeah. have to really look at the entire being. And I always ask kind of where is the strong, like the foothold here? Where's the platform where I can get in and start to spring mm-hmm. and rebuild skills that are willing to bring back in, but also be able to really step into the awareness and the communication as a whole. Yeah. I think a lot of the families go to like, oh, he's not talking. I can't connect with him anymore. So a lot of the education is like, okay, well, just because he's not speaking doesn't mean he's not him. He's still there. Yes, yeah. How else can you connect? I love that. Yeah. So in in scenarios when we we have not had our speech removed from a stroke or a traumatic mm-hmm. injury, um, what if we could play with the question? And I'm I'm asking this really for all the listeners. Yeah. What if you could begin to play with the question with yourself? Um, I think one of the key 
sort of introductory pieces might be to be with you first and foremost and what is being in the in the quiet or not necessarily in the silence but it's more like just what is being without words mean to you um and of course everything that is would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it and and what if you could allow yourself to just be with that question in the quiet um or if it's not quiet, if you're playing music, but you're just not speaking to you, I wonder what would begin to show up. And then if you took that into any of your relationships, I know a lot of people um, who are of the opinion or the point of view that uh, if someone is not talking, they're not <laughs> connecting. <laughs> and um, and I, I see a lot of that with mothers, Um uh, like, you know, you have some mothers who just have that radar in 360 degrees and they can simply be with their children and there's not a requirement for sound and their children are doing what they're doing. And then some moms who have a different way that they mother and and they are really talking quite a bit, really verbalizing quite a bit. And they may not necessarily be saying very much. Um, and it, this doesn't happen in just parent-child relationships, I'm aware. Um, but what if letting go of the need to say words, to use words, what could that open up, I wonder? And and do you work with people who have not had traumatic injury um, mm -hmm. with this in your coaching practice? Do you yeah, in the coaching practice, we work on just kind of um, – Again, finding the congruency is what I work a lot with. So whenever you're verbally speaking and it is energetically congruent with what it is you're looking to create and what's actually true for you, it's so much more effective and it's so much more of a trueness. You know, you, you now have conversations with the people where what they're saying it totally doesn't match Mm -hmm. <laughs> anything mm -hmm. and sometimes it comes across as like a fakeness or a phoniness mm -hmm. um, or just something that's a little bit off uh, yeah. which in business relationships self-talk I mean it, it's really a huge detriment that most of us um, engage with at one point or another mm -hmm. so with that it's much more looking at you know finding that congruency but then also looking from being not doing and a lot of times yeah. what I notice people talk from doing Totally. You know, oh, I'm going to talk. That means we're engaged, we're connecting, everything's okay because we're verbally sharing mm -hmm. as opposed to just kind of like being. Wow. And talking as it comes up, talking, you know, conversations do create. Conversations can lead to a whole bunch of fun, other things like that. But like yeah. what's your target when you're going into communication? Yeah. Most people don't have that. You know what I mean? Most people don't you even know, have a target. They're not in the question. Isn't that interesting? Um, I mean, there's really that that very disconnected thing that we do. Um, and it's almost, And I just got this visual as you were just speaking. It's like we fill up the space with noise rather mm -hmm. than being the space. Yeah, it's just so like funny because if you, if you listen to my radio show, like um, I've noticed a lot of my episodes have to do with like enjoying the silence. Yes. <laughs> laugh at people. I'm like, it's so silly. You would have thought me getting a master's degree in speech therapy would have put me into the fact that I'd be talking all day. <laughs> but it didn't. And then I went to work and I'm like, what the hell did I get myself into? I'm the one who actually loves being by myself. 
I love the space and I love the silence because I, mm-hmm. to me, there's a little bit more of a perceptibility and a softness that starts to come. If there's not a lot of auditory noise, that's not congruent energetically. Yeah. And that might be something to start asking is where is there auditory noise talking verbalization that you're doing? Mm-hmm. That is just that. It's the doing, it's the incongruent, and it doesn't match the actual energy of the people, mm-hmm. of yourself, of the moment, of the situation. Yeah. And are you actually talking to create, or are you just mm. talking to talk? Yeah, and I think this might be a, a place we can integrate um, one of the access tools of light and heavy. Because um, mm-hmm. I know that when I'm in a situation where someone is sort of talking at me or they're <laughs> presenting sort of that thought, as it were, there is sometimes that, he- not heavy like somebody's adding 500 pounds to me, but it's like that little bit of sticky, constricty kind of not. The energy stops flowing in that smooth way versus when someone is speaking from who they truly be and just the joy of communicating um there is a lightness there is that giggly giddy um and sometimes it doesn't go you know that might be an extreme for some folks but there's much more ease in the way we're able to to back and forth with each other um, i think the ease is the big word there right i like yeah. that yeah when it's so fascinating too what i've been noticing just speaking myself paying attention to when i'm talking because even before I ask a question to get like a lightness or a heaviness, and those of you who are new to access consciousness, um, it's a tool that we utilize a lot to really tap into an energetic awareness versus mm-hmm. the cognitive brain awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the energy never lies. The brain, the mind, you kind of always do. <laughs> so this is a way to actually start playing with what's actually going on and seeing things for what is. And, um, But even paying attention when I talk, before I get to the question to touch light and heavy, in conversation, I'll notice I'll be speaking, and just what's coming out of my mouth has a heaviness to it. And I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. I just said three sentences, and none of it was true. God, oh, I love that point. I love that point. Wow. And so that's a beautiful thing to start really tapping into if you're talking and you're feeling heavier and heavier and heavier. Mm -hmm. What are you aware of there? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you speaking I, to lies that actually aren't you? <laughs> and I hear Gary Douglas going, shut up, shut, shut up. up. Exactly. <laughs> if that's the case, stop talking. Shut up. <laughs> Gary Douglas is the founder of Access Consciousness, for any of you who don't know that. Wow, we are coming up on our next break. So um, just, wow, be with this yumminess, with the light and heavy, the fun, the the energy of this conversation. And, and um, I would like to kind of play with loving and Valentine's when we come back from our next break. So you are listening to Living Well on A to Zen.fm. Please join us in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800- 8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> and once again, just a reminder, uh, well first let me say welcome to the next segment of Living Well on a2zen.fm. And all of that information, the lovely lady was just uh, letting you know how to call in and join the show. If you're listening on Friday, uh, February the 6th, we are pre-taping this show, pre-recording this show. Um, so if you're listening on Friday or any time in the future beyond that, just know that um, this would not be the time to call in. <laughs> so, um, so returning to my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get someone, that might be interesting. <laughs> um, Wow. So back to our conversation with the lovely Lynn Polly. Um, loving and Valentine's, um, you know, loving beyond words just like really like jumped up at me for the for part of the topic of this show. And it's like I kind of get this sense of how many people make a plan, uh, you know, for, especially for Valentine's Day and and all of the energies that that I'm aware of that are wrapped up in what we call Valentine's Day um, sort of as the sort of one of the celebrating of lovers and all of that. Um, and what, you know, just that word alone, what that means to so many people, how many different meanings that has for so many people. Um, so for me, there's a difference uh, in between the word lover and love and loving. And so I think what, I kind of get a sense of what is loving in in the context of a relationship, um, what, what comes and if up? You look, if you, and if you look at loving, I mean, loving is an active word. Mm-hmm. It's a word that is actually bringing you into the present moment. If you're loving towards someone, uh, mm-hmm. versus I love you, which really mm-hmm. takes you much more into like I've decided at one point that I love you, and ta-da! Now, <laughs> <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> The loving is much more of an active, and to me, those words really bring you in not only to the present moment, 
But if, again, we talk about energetic communication and allowing the energy to be what it is, which is flowing and moving constantly, mm-hmm. when you're utilizing those active words and being present with it that way, you're actually in the moment with that person. Mm-hmm. You're like, how often in your relationships are you actually loving with the person that you're with? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've been together for years and years. Sometimes it's like, oh, Valentine's Day, anniversaries, birthdays. Now we're going to be loving. Now we get to have sex. Now you get chocolate. (laughs) But like every other day of the year, it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, we're like roomies. You know, we're going to do tours and hang out. It's kind of interesting. It's like the on switch goes on on special occasions. Your body mm-hmm. gets to be turned on. You actually get to engage with everything. And mm-hmm. then the rest of the year, sometimes there's not that motivation almost to really step into that possibility. Yeah. Yeah. But it's loving all the time. Mm. Would that change something? Yeah. And so what would it be like uh, to be loving you and your life and your family and your relationships and within your relationships each day. I wonder if that might be a question we could play with either setting our day in our when we're in the morning time or I know some people do their questions at night before they go to bed and kind of sets the tone or sets the energy for the coming day. Um is, you know, what what um choice can I make? What invitation can I be to be loving today? And what with loving my can I be with myself? Oh, I like that. Oh my gosh. What loving, yes. what, you know, and what loving is possible here that I haven't considered before. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's without beautiful. a definition of what it has to actually look like, and that's where Valentine's Day goes, right? It's mm-hmm. the heart shaped candies, the chocolate, mm-hmm. it's the red roses. Heaven forbid you get like white lilies. That's not right. allowed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's an exclusive flower, but it's not allowed on this holiday. It's the red roses. <laughs> Um, you know, there are all these formulations that we like, and if you're not giving it to me in this beautiful package, you don't love me. You know, like um, exactly. Dr. Dane, who is the co-founder of Access Consciousness, always tells the story about one of his exes who was obsessed with receiving a single red rose. Mm. And if the man knew to give a single red rose, that means she was understood and she was loved completely. And what did he do? The poor schmuck bought her two dozen <laughs> long red roses. And that's yes. to prove that he didn't love her or pay attention to her at all. Oh, my. So it's fascinating where someone will actually step forward with an act of genuine caring and kindness, but because it doesn't match the picture of Valentine's Day or the thing that we have going in our own fantasy world, it's mm-hmm. this discongruency and we feel like we're not acknowledged um, Mm. just all sorts of weird insanity comes up Mm. Yeah. so if you didn't have a picture what would be possible I guess is the question yes so yeah because how many of our words are using to try to create a picture which is really a fixed energy not a fluid space and energy yeah it's a conclusion I'm going to this one thing and it's so funny you were talking before the break about um you know, people planning for uh, like proposals or planning for Valentine's Day. And I just got the mm-hmm. picture of my mind of like an actor preparing for their role. Like, yes. I'm going to say <laughs> it this way and it will floor the other person. And it's, it's so not present if that's the case. If you're pre-planning or editing anything, you're not really in the moment. I love that. 
you know, so like what could you be instead if you actually showed up, were present, and just kind of said, what would contribute to this person? Oh, and that what is loving so is possible here? I, You know what? I love your question of loving. I'm just loving yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just loving the question of loving, you know? <laughs> that is so awesome how that showed up. I'm just, it, it's, because it really, it's so expansive to me. Yeah. What loving yeah. can I be here? Yeah, you know, and like you, you us... perceive and you ask that question, like what loving is possible here? Totally, yeah. The whole thing just gets juicy. The whole thing opens up and there's more space. Ooh. So, so don't use this on Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, like in just in general every day. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want that to show up, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're only allowed on Valentine's Day. Not allowed any other time of the year. Sorry. We have a designated day for being loving, and it's right. February 14th. Right. And once the clock strikes midnight, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Timer went off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's so interesting because it does bring up a conversation. And, like, what if that conversation of exploring what loving is with that gift of the Valentine's Day, yeah. you take that and you actually allow it to contribute to your awareness. Mm-hmm. contribute to your exploration, and then from there you have more of an energetic sense of what's possible, and how could you play with that in your day-to-day? Mm. Yeah. That's a totally different thing than waiting for a holiday to celebrate. What if every day was a celebration? Mm-hmm. And what if that was the kind of life and living that we're actually going for? Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's really mm. different than most people function, you know? And there's such a sweetness to that, you know, it's interesting to me how we can still choose the craziness when there is just such a sweet, nurturing contribution that that bees, you know. Um, So, wow. So for folks who might have expectations Mm -hmm. that they get something a certain way on Valentine's Day, I -hmm. wonder if maybe we could invite anybody who's having that question in their mind or or expectation rather into a question rather than an expectation of what what is something that you know your your lover your partner your friends your family members whomever it is you're going to be celebrating valentine's day with um what is something that you are aware of that that really lights up their world and I wonder what loving is possible to be offering energy toward that in the yeah, creation. Yeah, and are you of... willing to be kind enough to give other people what they can receive versus yes. what you think they should? Yes. That's a very different thing. That goes for communication and beyond. Mm-hmm. And that's a question I play with all day long before I engage anybody. Mm-hmm. What are they willing to receive? And you know, it occurs to me, so many of us don't even ask the question. It's like we're not willing to look at what can anyone else, this other person, receive. It's because most of us aren't present with other people. Totally. We're so self-involved and we're so looped up either in fantasy land or just not being present that the possibility of really being present, connecting, and having the having the willingness of the awareness the question brings up isn't mm-hmm. really there. Wow. So what if you made the demand to actually show up? You know, that might be something really cool to play with. You go out for Valentine's Day with your mate, 
you know what, I'm going to be here. I'm not going to have my head going back to the babysitter with the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be going flashing back five years ago to when my husband didn't do this, this, or this. You know, I'm just going to show up. Yes. Yes. And just be present and see what can be created. And I wonder what that would bring. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. So everything that brings up or wow. lets down, will you please Woo. all destroy and create all <laughs> yes. Of yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, hot, hot, all nine shorts, boys and guns. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like there's more value on the fantasy. Totally. Wow. Totally. Wow. Yeah. And that Aren't means, like, what a cute? way to live. It's like you have to escape to fantasy. I mean, like, I'm single, and it, you know, relationship isn't something that I usually get drawn to, especially not very easily. <laughs> <laughs> I get tricked sometimes by working on that. <laughs> Sneaky guys. Um, but it's it's fascinating to kind of look at the possibility and the question that I play with of actually meeting someone who is present with me, mm-hmm. who is loving towards me, and someone who is really willing to be on the creative edge and create in the moment the relationship and a greater possibility for everyone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that opens wow. up so much more space. And, like, what mm. if that was the question you were asking of yourself, of your mate, for the people you'd be meeting in the future? Mm-hmm. Who's willing to meet me mm-hmm. where I want to go? Let's use that question to take us to this next break. We've got one more quick break to coming to come, and um, and let's come back with that. Um, you are listening to Living Well on A to Zen FM. We will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736. 
in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome to the next segment, our closing segment. Oh, my gosh, where does the time... You know, it's funny. I don't even want to ask that question anymore. I'm being joined by another guest. Her name is Destiny. She's got a few things to say. So for all of you who don't speak cat, just um, let the let the energy be moving into your universe. She's woken up from her nap, and she's come down to say hello. Oh, um, sweet. I feel her. Wow. But um, before we, we go into the rest of our conversation, I just wanted to give you a moment, Lauren, if you could uh, let some folks know you have a very interesting class coming up at the end of February. Yeah. Uh, would you like to share some information <laughs> on that? Yes. The, um, the class at the end of February is my um, is the first class in the Orgasmic Revolution. Oh. Like yeah, that. so this is um, in, <laughs> Embracing the Joy of Embodiment in Sex and Beyond. This is an energy that I love that has been poking and prodding very seductively and yummily <laughs> at me for quite a while. And it, it's taken a while for me to really get congruent in myself to be able to stand up and actually facilitate it. And it's ready to pop. <laughs> In all its glory. So I'll be traveling, traveling internationally teaching this class. I've got a couple set up in the near future, but the first one will be here in the San Francisco area. And really looking at the orgasmic quality with the body during sex, but then also expanding that same energy into creation for yourself, your living, your money, the earth. Um, because really that's just an energy that is a creative spark, a creative platform to have a just yummy, delicious life. Oh, that is yeah. just all kinds of yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I got excited. My. I don't know if I'm talking about that one. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, if, if you want to create greater, more incredibleness in your life, you know, definitely this would not be a class to look into. Um, and where can, where is it laurenpolly.com? laurenpolly.com, and that's got um, the orgasmic revolution information and then my communication classes, which are called Breaking the Rules of Engagement. I like that, too. <laughs> wow. So, gosh, we we have a few, literally a few minutes, and mm-hmm. I would also speak a little bit to the energy of those of us who are in what we call a single life at this point in time. Um, and I, for me, all of it applies equally. Um, you know, everything we've been talking about, it's really um, in, in a – single person's, I guess, case, um, really looking at what what loving can I be with me today? Um, what loving is possible with me today? Um, and, and you mentioned before the break, being with people who are willing to meet you or who are mm-hmm. capable of meeting you. Um, and I kind of also got that energy of, am I willing to meet me first? And that's an amazing question, yeah. So play with that for a, a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's fascinating. And this, it, you know, like I teach one to two day classes that are specialty on communication. And it's fascinating that the majority of the time is about self-communication. 
Mm. Because if you're not clear and congruent and able just to be you, stepping mm-hmm. forward to engage with other people gets a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I invite you, if you're single or if you're in relationship, just to play with those questions of like, what loving is possible for me? I love that. You know, if I was being loving towards myself in this moment, what would I choose? Yeah. If I and was being intimate with myself this moment. Oh, I like that. What would I choose? And intimacy is the honoring, trust, vulnerability, allowance, gratitude, and honoring of yourself. Mm-hmm. So playing with all those energies, yeah. Yeah, for I was just going to say, for anyone who would like to hear Lauren's shows on that, look in her archives because she did a, a show on each of the topics of intimacy, uh, the the components, the elements of intimacy, um, and they are fabulous, fabulous. Those, those, um, those were huge ones. I'm actually turning that into a book. It's, oh, <laughs> they're, awesome. they're They're really big, but they're called Intimacy and Communications, and there's one for each of the five elements that mm-hmm. come out of the Access Consciousness um toolbook. Beautiful. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, oh. but like what would be possible if you were intimate with yourself, honoring of yourself, and really committed to being you? And how would that change and shift the way you show up on Valentine's Day? Oh, I love and it. And every other day. And every other day, and yeah, every for other you. Day. And, if, and if words weren't necessary to actually convey or express anything, they were just icing on the cake. Mm. What energy could you be mm-hmm. for yourself, for your loved ones, and for the planet? Uh, wow. Very different, okay. right? Wow. You know, and this, to me, thank you so much, Lauren, for having this conversation with me. I, This is a beautiful celebration of what is really speaking to me this year around the whole process and energetic movement leading up to the whole Valentine's Day, the whole celebration of love, you know, the rites of spring, the waking up, um, the coming into more of and the the birth forth of new and refreshed and alive. And so, yeah, just... This has been lovely, and please, folks, check Lauren's radio shows out on Adisense FM. It's Beyond Speech, Limitless Communications, and join us here next week on Living Well on Adisense.fm. And in the meantime, what would it be like to be living well and loving you beyond words with total ease? Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of...